0: Fine and. <laughs> there once was a podcast in the great internet of internets. It was called Fine and Dandy. Muy influential. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> you have to remember, folks. Where there's a podcast. There's a fine and dandy.
1: What a weekend it has been. What an end to the week. What a start
0: of the week, I guess. So uh, are you a glass half full or half empty type of guy, I guess, you at know. that
1: point? Is it the end of the weekend or the start of another? It's, yes. guess it's for you to decide. Damn, does this chair have a lifty thingy? On the side. Right? Broken off and I didn't know.
2: Maybe you just gotta spin really fast and it'll go
0: up.
1: Hold on, I got it. Hell yeah, dude! That shit was yeah, low. Even though as
0: you f- didn't even like raise up that much,
1: that shit was low as fuck, dude. I was like, holy shit! Hell yeah! That dude. gets shorter. Or is-
0: just a little bit, just, not noticeably. Figure out
1: what happened for a second. Oh, we are here though thank to you to everyone tuning in uh I wanna give big thanks to everyone who does listen consistently. you guys are fucking awesome uh honestly, all five of you you're kidding I, I don't know you know yeah like four <laughs> yeah, nah, but to everyone who actually does listen uh consistently you know it does. it means so much uh to me to Josh. I know we talk a lot of bullshit on here. we do get serious sometimes, but to everyone who uh, actually does take the time out not just watch the clips but also listen to the full podcast i know it's it's a lot an hour out of anyone's day these days you know and if it's not a little two minute tiktok or 30 second clip it's a lot i (laughs) mean
0: i i appreciate the uh the love but it is only an hour out of your day you could afford to love us a little bit more you know what i mean Ah uh, yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, on that, you know, I
1: guess is the cup half empty or half full? Am I? <laughs> am I right? It's
0: just an hour, a week, really. I mean, we got an episode a week. You know what I mean? I could use one a year. What's twenty-four times seven? Yeah,
1: we're only do- we are only doing one week. It's not like I am in mean, one episode. We're not dropping you know like two a week or anything like that. We- like we'll get there like though. Three
0: four hour episodes or anything like that. So I mean, really though, you know, I'm mostly not asking you guys to strap in or anything like that. Most,
1: <laughs> most of these. uh podcasts are like two or three hours long so i mean really what's an hour you know yeah like grand I mean, scheme of thing.
0: on your way to work on your way back um and you're in the bathtub taking a load off uh whenever your mom's chirping your ear off and you know you just want to throw an airpod in and put mute the rest of the world out we're here for you you know we got your back we are fine and dandy and you could also be fine and dandy.
1: We're here for you guys. <laughs> and I was uh, funny because somebody had uh, come up to me and told me, like, I really love y'all's podcast because it just feels like it's not scripted. <laughs> Thanks.
0: It's not. It's not.
1: <laughs> it's not scripted. Not like, at all. I would have to script that, and that's a, lot of, that's
0: a lot of work. I don't got that in my bag. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like writing a script feels like, like, just, like, I've never written a script, so maybe it's not as conceptually hard as I think it is, but it just seems like it would be, like, difficult to write, like, dialogue from multiple pers- perspectives and make it make sense. Does that, does that add
1: up? I mean, writing scripts are hard, but also for a podcast, I just, I don't care. I mean, people do it, you know, it's a TV show, you know? Right. I don't. Every every show is different though, and you know every podcast isn't gonna be the same.
0: I mean, it's not to like shit on scripted shows because I mean some of it is information that's supposed to get out and in that way. And whenever you script it, maybe it feels like it's scripted, but it maybe is a little bit tighter and like collect like a more collected thought because it's scripted instead yeah. of like being a like how do I describe this type of thing. Yeah,
1: and sometimes they throw in. Uh, like skits and stuff, you yeah. know, so, I mean, it would make sense to, to right. script that stuff out. And well, you'd get want that, that stuff
0: to be, like, prepared.
1: Yeah, you yeah. you need it to be prepared. I mean, you could do it off top, but right. I, I, I mean, don't think it would come that's out like as a, good. I mean, like,
0: it's like the difference between, like, comedy and and improv, you know what I mean? Like, they both have their place, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, like, the stuff that's written out and stuff that's right. off the top. Yeah, both definitely have their place and both uh, definitely have their moments. And I, I enjoy both either way, you know. Right. Get to each their own. But, yeah, uh, back off of what I was saying uh, before, you know, Josh was like, hey, you fuckers. Hey, dude. Not, Fuck you. You should watch our <laughs> shit
3: there.
1: Now, nah, big shout out to everybody. Uh, big love to everybody out there and to everyone who's, you know, trying to make it. Everyone who's trying to keep doing their thing. Keep pushing along. Keep doing it. You know, don't let anybody else, don't let anything uh, else that's going on in life try to dissuade you from... Whatever you got going on. Just yeah, Keep dude. doing you. Just keep doing you. Keep doing your thing. Keep allowing uh, life to, to live. Allow the river to flow, you know? Yeah. Flow yeah. like water. <laughs> That's what uh, Bruce Lee or Alan Watts both, I think, said that. Flow like water, dude. You gotta flow. Just keep flowing. So, uh, this past weekend, went to a wedding. Congrats to the newlyweds, by the way. You know, uh.
0: Shout out Malik, he's been on the podcast before. He has
1: been on the podcast before. Uh, Malik and Kimberly now Kim, you know, Riles. Both of them are now part of the Riles family. And they're getting all riled up. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I, I should have said that. Damn, that's fucking looking, you know. Oh, always hindsight, right? <laughs> hindsight. Damn, that would have been a good one. But like we're getting riled up fuck that would have been good i would have really got i feel like i would have got the, the crowd pumping with that one, you know? <laughs> i mean i didn't give a speech or anything but i feel like if i would have said that i would have
0: said i didn't give a speech or
1: anything but like just, just saying it
0: take the mic it's like drunk as hell it's like it's time to get
1: riled up everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh no nah, that definitely would have looked at like i was an idiot but you know. It was a it was a great time. Love was definitely in the air. I hadn't like it was probably one of my uh I mean, I've only been to two weddings, so sorry to the uh, It's one of
0: my favorite weddings. <laughs> it's one of, one of the two I've been to.
1: Yeah, um I apologize to the uh two other people whose wedding I was also I was in both weddings. So <laughs> not not no shade, just I I do think that uh I do enjoyed this one a little bit more. It was childhood friends. I mean, both weddings were childhood friends. So, <laughs>
0: but dude, stop it, Orion. Go lay down somewhere. You're doing too much. He's putting his head in my freaking yeah. Ta-
1: yeah, he was doing the same to me. Um, but nope. I I grew up with both of them, and uh, I like I like I think it was since like freshman year of high school. I was uh. Kind of watched the birth of it happen. I mean, they got together like a little bit before I started freshman year of high school, but
0: I was already friends with Malik. The inception of the relationship, if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was kind of just through the,
0: the birth of it happened. I was like, somebody had a kid. Birth of the relationship.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just the beginning, right? Birth is just the creation it of the end? the end of one life, beginning <laughs> of another, right? Uh, it was... But it was awesome being there. And, I mean, most of her family I knew, too, uh, growing up. And then, you know, I knew his fam- uh, a good chunk of his family, too. It was awesome. It was just a really good time. It really, like, made you made me kind of put into perspective, like, the little things. And, like, you know, it's like talking to a lot of people I hadn't talked to in a long time. And, like, sharing those moments as well. <laughs> you know, catching up. It was one of those few moments, I will say, like, when I was catching up with people, I didn't feel, you know, it was like, like it was more of a burden than it was, you know, actually. Like how are you? Mm-hmm. Like everyone I talked to was like how actually how are you rather mm-hmm. than you know just what do you or uh, what are you up to you right. know everyone was actually genuinely genuinely
0: wondering uh, how you were how you've been
1: yeah. how you, and uh, you know that's always a good feeling to be yeah. around people like that which was another reason I really liked uh, being there it was very family oriented too mm-hmm. like, very at the core like both both sides big families uh, very uh, family centered and it was it was great it was a really good time it, like. When you when you see stuff like that, you know, it really uh makes you believe in love again, I like, guess you could say, you know. Right. When you lose faith sometimes. You,
0: you, you I know, feel that. Here. I mean I'm still I've still lost faith in love. I'm not necessarily like completely lost in it, more so just like I guess uh not prepared for another run at it that makes sense
1: yeah i mean that's easy to happen to anybody yeah. though you know it's easy to happen. but uh you, so. i
0: mean for me it's more so just not necessarily like the love itself it's everything that surrounds it it's uh the for me for my past at least i've had like issues with like not the relationship itself but like her family didn't like me so that wasn't like a barrier between us and then i've had issues with just like immaturity both on my end and their end so it's just like i found myself currently in a place where i understand i'm not ready for love doesn't necessarily like express what i'm trying to say because it's not like i'm not ready it's more so that like whenever i want my next relationship to happen i want to be the best version of myself and as currently i understand that i'm not so therefore i know that i'm not ready for it if that makes sense
1: yeah, I mean that is a big thing. That was a that's a big thing for me. Uh, after breaking up with my ex this last time, I mean honestly it was disappointing, but it was it was sad for like maybe uh, a few weeks to a month or you know whatever. But bounced back pretty fast. It was in uh, a big uh proprietor of me moving forward was just understanding. I gotta gotta push myself. I gotta mm-hmm. get better. There's all these things. I mean, still I want to get better at. You know, I'm still working on. Uh, incorporating to my everyday life, just being an adult, you know, Mm -hmm. just uh, fitting all these things into your life, making time for everything. I mean, I think a lot of people don't even know how to do that, you know, just make time for the things that they... Time management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a huge part.
0: It's a skill. I mean, to a certain degree, it's something you have to hone in on. And I'm not the best at it, but I mean, some of the most successful people in the world, I mean, their deepest, like, and most exorbitant skill that they use is time management. It's not that they're any better at anything than you, it's just that they manage their time a little bit better. They're not worried about what new video game came out and they're not worried about staying at the bar till close to see what happens. They're in bed getting some rest because I got shit to do tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not all of I mean it it is a certain level of like you don't have to be the most successful person in the world, but that doesn't mean taking your life a little bit more seriously isn't required for you to get past what you're currently in.
1: Yeah, I, looking at the both of them, it made me realize, you know, we all look at love as this extravagant. It is an extravagant. It's a very beautiful thing. It's extravagant. It's beautiful. It's a. It's a very heartwarming thing. You know, when you when you see it in right. front of you, you know, it, it does inspire you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Reminds you of all those things, uh, you know, growing up that you might have believed in or. those little things and it brings up it brought up a lot of things for me man and you know it's easy to become bitter i was you know i it's for for me is i mean i've become cynical in a lot of ways and i think there's a lot of things i've become bitter about and in life just because it's it's easy to especially you know everybody has their own agendas and Everybody feels like things should go their way and right. life should go their way rather than kind of, it's, it's a mutual thing you right. know, at all times. Regardless, it doesn't even have to be, you know, a romantic relationship or friendships. Right. It's always supposed to be mutual, but, I mean, we kind of forget that somewhere along the way for most of us, I think.
0: I think it's difficult.
2: I mean, perfect
1: example. I mean, I live with you. You know what I mean? And it, <laughs> hey, it's me. Um, but you know, every day. I mean, I see you often. I see you almost every day. <clears throat> but you know, that also is easy to kind of get caught up in that just everyday cycle. Like I see, hey, howdy, partner. You know, right. see you just go, uh, go about our day. You know, go into your room and do whatever. You know, sleep. Uh, just like unwind from the day of work that you just had. Or whatever, and, and we each have our own separate lives, too, you know, so you, you might have to go see your family or, you know, f- go watch football. Me, I have, you know, I might be go getting breakfast or dinner with, with whoever or whatever the case may be. Go to a show. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's easy to get caught up in both of that and really just not just sit there and be like, man, you know, how you been? Uh, Or just tell the other person you love them, you know? creatures of habit rather just do the same formula than switch it up damn it how long has that been going on
0: we'll find out later um but i mean it's it's difficult though because it's easy to get caught up in your own little world you know what i mean and it really is that it like as big as this planet is as big as the universe is it's it's made apparent to us every single day how small our reality really is you know what i mean like how many people can you see in a day not talk to but see it's like maybe a thousand two thousand ten thousand there's ten thousand plus more people times the amount of people that you can see in a day type shit on this planet living their own lives being a person that's like you know what i mean it's like whenever you take it into the grand scheme of things it's like the insignificance that is significant. Does that make sense? No. It's significant to us, but it's insignificant to the world. Yeah. The things that we take so deeply, darkly to be most important over anything, but it really holds almost no importance to the actual way of life that we exist in society, at least.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I, what's significant to you at the end of the day is kind of what matters. To you, right. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I, yeah.
0: that's what I mean is, is that like it, it's – it's insignificant, but it's significant to you.
1: It, it, it is crazy, though, because especially, you know, when I was sitting there, and like, no, like I said, I grew up with both of them, knowing both of them. It, they are very much so they're going to they're they're good at prioritizing what's important to them. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that is hard for for a lot of people, you know, and I talk to them. And, uh, you know, of course, love is not a uh, straight road. Mm -hmm. A lot of ups and downs, lefts and rights, you know, long and winding road, so to speak. And, you know, uh, so he he had moved to Tennessee for a little while, too. Mm -hmm. And he was just telling me, you know, like, because he started his real estate journey out there. Right. And he's doing fine now, you know what I mean? But I don't know anyone who knows anything about real estate. It's not an easy road to get into, especially now. The market's so volatile. There's so much going on. Uh, If you're jumping into it as a, sa- a sales it's a sales job that's what real estate is you know you're trying to sell property you're trying to sell like houses to people get people into a home uh but you know like any sales job it's feast or famine you're either making sales or you're not making sales so there was you know when he was getting started at this point in time he wasn't really getting much you know new kid on the block so he's not he doesn't have a lot going on but they didn't really have much to work off of because they had just moved out there and all this right. stuff I mean, eventually, over time, he started making money, and she got a good job, and they didn't make money, but they were, they didn't have much, you know, at that, at that time, and, you know, they stuck by each other through the whole thing. That's, that's in itself, is something I think a lot of people don't have now. Yeah. That's something, you know, like, well, that's something I look at all the time. It's like, okay, you love me now because I'm taking care of everything. Anything could be gone in an instant. But yeah. like things, like, life is very, uh, unpredictable. Unpredictable? For sure, Unpredictable. But you know it just it could anything could happen at the drop of a dime.
0: I mean, for me, it's like you have to um mitigate expectations, you know what I mean? It's like just because someone's with you while you're um while you're up, I guess while you're taking care of business, while everything's taken care of, doesn't mean you should necessarily expect them to do anything whenever things aren't going your way or y'all's way. I mean, you'd like to be able to hold that expectation because it is something that, well, you're like, well, if you don't want me when I'm down, then why do you want me at all type shit? You know what I mean? But, like, theoretically speaking, it's, it's difficult to make claims like that because, again, like, you are talking to another person with their own life that is choosing to join their life with you, whether it's for the right reasons or wrong reasons. Usually it's the wrong reasons. But... Whenever it is the right reasons, you do get this type of love where you can find, okay, you're not only with me because I'm up.
1: Yeah, but you know I, I, mean? I think uh, also a point I was trying to make is, you know, in in situations, uh, especially, you know, ones of spending your, the rest of your life with somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's based on your, your values, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, your morals and your values and how you view life. And I mean, that's one of them, you know, it's what's important to you, mm-hmm. what's really important to you. Especially about this relationship that mm-hmm. we're currently in, like what matters to you in this, and if both of if that doesn't align, right, it's gonna be hard. I mean, that's probably one of the like, you know you c- it's you know everyone tries to figure out the formula, right? Yeah. Is it you know okay y'all like the same music, but that doesn't mean you know necessarily you're right. gonna last or you know no, y'all yeah. really have the same y'all have the same viewpoints on certain things, but which that's is still all surface important. level. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. really what what are your morals and values at the end of the yeah. day? And it's all you know. Part of that is am I, if my, if I, well, what's the, what's the, uh, part of the vows through thick and through thin. You know, right? It's like I, one of the things they say right before you when when you are getting married. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Is are you really going to be able? To, I mean, people just hear that shit and they yeah. they like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, but I mean.
0: I don't know i feel like we live in a different society than we were than we were used to i mean even us like we grew up in a society of like parents who preach that like a relationship is supposed to be a man and a woman and it's supposed to be leading towards like marriage and marriage is supposed to be two people that are love each other so much that they can join their their love and try to create a family and procreate it's like there's all these things that were like preached to us as children that even we think are supposed to be normal but like we live in a society where none of that shit exists where i mean it exists but it's not the norm it's not the status quo it's not you have to get married you have to be straight you have to have kids you have to do this i mean there's certain pressures from society but like there's no real pressure unless you allow it if that makes sense
1: yeah it, like
0: if you val- if you have your morals and values and you stand by them it's going to be very hard for somebody to change that shit is all i'm saying
1: oh 100% it it was beautiful though it was beautiful seeing uh two people actually be able to come together you know with, with those right. be able to go through those struggles and be able to uh share all that together and you know with their families and everyone being able to be there a lot of people don't have that either which i think is is tough also for you know some people mm-hmm. i think that's an, is another thing i kind of realized it was you know we all have different <sighs> It's it's something we don't realize, you know. It's something that may not even really matter that much to to some people, but it's something you have to take into account. You know, how did you, how are you raised? Were you poor growing up? It shouldn't matter, but it's also, you know, if you're poor growing up yeah, and somebody matters. somebody was rich growing up, y'all aren't gonna have necessarily all the same views on everything. You know, I
0: mean, it, it's also like, uh, what have you done in your lifetime to affect? the situation you've had while growing up you know what i mean a lot of people affect it in the way that like they follow the the path that they've been on since growing up whether that's a good path or a bad path it's difficult to change that path to go from good to bad or bad to good it's difficult to see the the things that you grew up in and decide that you will not tolerate that anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's a difficult thing to do is to be able to provide a situation that changes your situation.
1: That too. I mean, there are a lot of people also that you know they end up doing that, and they don't want to ever go back to to where right. they were. You know. I mean, I was
0: listening on a podcast about like uh, there used to be like Native American tribes that would kidnap soldiers. Uh, like I think I don't know if it was Spanish.
2: rescued
0: or within the tribe but they understood what life was like that they didn't want to go back to their society does that make sense yeah it's like they they were enlightened on what life could be yeah while being prisoners of war and didn't want to go back to actually maintaining society. and taking care
1: of each other you Correct. know living in an ecosystem that works off of each other Correct. and uh everything rather than you know it's individualistic where it's you know we all have to provide which i mean it's weird because it's it living in a system where you all everyone has to provide they're both the same in that right. in that aspect you know you have to provide but one's more so like you're providing for status. I, whereas the, the other ones like, more so like you're providing
0: the reward system has to be so much better too because it's like on one end you feel like you're a part of a system well, and the other end you actually are a part of that system you know what i mean like you can feel like i'm a soldier i'm serving my country it's like you might not really be doing anything to defend your country you just signed your life away for four years you know what i mean In this other situation you are absolutely being utilized in this tribe and you can see the benefits and rewards of what your work is doing whether that's feeding someone helping someone healing someone you know what i mean like you are your work is appreciated much more because of the maybe sample size of what you're able to do for that tribe or whatever yeah i mean it's kind of like the same idea of like helping out your community before you help out your country it's like let's before we worry about 49 other states let's see what you can do for this one (laughs) exactly
1: going back to your original statement i I, you know coming from you know a different cultural background and you Mm -hmm. know coming into a different one it's it's tough you know and trying to be able to understand but you know both sides and kind of being able to integrate yourself into that Uh, like i said it doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is whether it's a friendship or uh, a romantic relationship i think for a lot of people though they're like i don't care you know whatever's as long as I'm secured, stable, that's, that's fine. That's
0: a weirder position for me. It's like security and stability being the most important thing for
1: people. That's my point. Is like that can collapse? Oh yeah, at I any mean,
0: moment. What what, you, what is your security based on? Money, the thing that's depreciating every day that we fucking live, or is it based on a good job, the thing that the the economy's based on? Fuck, I don't know. It seems like we have a very like unstable floor that you're trying to build stability on.
1: I think it's this that a lot of people don't think about or realize is, you know, the differences between a strong relationship because, you know, you see people who have yeah. strong relationships that might bicker all the time. I know I'm probably going to be one of those people. Yeah. Like, not necessarily bicker, but I'm definitely going to give them shit, and I know they're going to give me shit back. I would only hope so, you know. As I get older, too, you're not, I'm going to give less fucks, and it's just like, ah, you fucking... Turn this shit down. (laughs) Like, shut up. Like, this woman. You know, uh, I mean, that's uh, that'll probably be uh, me some some sometime down the line. But it's sticking through those moments. You know, when you build such a strong foundation. uh, I mean, we've talked about this a lot before. It's just within your relationships. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That idea you can get through anything. If you have a strong enough foundation, you can always rebuild. You can always rebuild from that. If the foundation's faulty, you're fucked. Yeah it's it's done for. You're going to have to start all over. If
0: if it's even salvageable.
1: Exactly. But if you have a if you focus on that foundation and you build strong from that, it doesn't, you know, the building could collapse, but you're good. Right. You know what I mean? You could always rebuild that building. That's the easier part. Mhm. So, I mean, that can be, that can be done. You have the people around you, you have your loved ones, you'll have whatever to help you through whatever the, the case may be. And it's just it, it, going back to that, you know, uh, the people who got kidnapped, you know, mm. that the, the tribes they work together so well that they're good. Right. Wherever they're at, they know how to work together. They know how to live off the land. They know how to to use their resources so well with each other. They're fine. Right. They're good. Now you take that uh, the people who got kidnapped, right? Wh- whatever, wherever they came from, you know, the civilization mm. that they they had come from. I guarantee you strip away the luxuries that they were used to, they're fucked. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck's going on right i mean it's just
0: i i guess it just goes back to like the comfortability factor it's like how comfortable are you in the situation that you're in and what are you basing that off of you know what i mean like because like you said like a lot of that shit is shaky and it can be very momentary
1: or short-sighted at least 100 percent they, no, it was, it was beautiful, too. They were, they were, I mean, together basically 11 years before they got married. Right. it's a long time. A decade, dude? Yeah. Shit, that's longer than most marriages. If you think that's about true. it. That's true. Shit, I know someone who just got engaged after a year being together. So, I mean, I guess if you know, you know, though. I mean, that's what people say, right? That's, right. That's the thing. I mean, I personally am someone like, what have we been through, really, you know, mm-hmm. for, for this to, <laughs> for me to really... Uh, decipher how far this may go
0: yeah i don't know for me it's like i think it's difficult because you have so many different like perspectives like people want to share their opinion on you and your relationship and things like that and it's difficult to just mute all that shit i mean it's almost necessary to mute all that shit but it's difficult so i mean i can get it but like i don't know my advice to people would just be like do what feels right man i mean trust your gut see what happens don't be afraid to jump.
1: You should never be afraid to jump. Also, on a brighter note, just you know, it it was weird, like being there, cause I'm not used to. Well, I I mean, the people I hang out with, I I, lo- I love all y'all for sure, but like usually when I go out in public and I'm I'm talking to people and all that good stuff, it's uh draining most of the time. No, I feel that it's really draining. It just it always feels uh, disingenuine. It's never like really. That's why, I mean, most, of, I think that's also why i become bitter and cynical is a lot of people, they don't really care. care. Yeah. And they, uh, they're just worried about whatever they got going on. Yeah. As if that, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, each person's life is important. You know, it's important to them, but also no one's life is so it's above. It's not paramount. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I feel that.
0: I I think it's just, what's the word? It's... It's easy for people to get caught up in their own world. So it's hard for people to get out of that world and actually give a fuck. Because, I mean, you know, it's like it's easy to say, like, hey, how are you doing? You know what I mean? It's hard to mean it hard to give a fuck it's, and i think i've said that on this podcast before and it, it, it really is because i mean you got to put all of your internal bullshit aside you got to stop thinking about that thing you've been thinking about all day you got to put all of your in- inhibitions about where you want this conversation to go in the fuck out the window and just actually listen actively listen to somebody and that's not easy to do for a lot of people a lot of people are like ah, how are you doing damn how do you spell the word amygdala in the back of their head type shit you know what i mean like while you're telling them how you're doing they're in the back of their head like oh what the fuck what did i get on that math test last year you know what i mean like just like their brain will go anywhere else but paying attention to you and that's it's difficult to be the guy that's nah, i'm actively listening i feel like that's a skill too you know what i mean like actively listening
1: yeah I don't know. Everyone I talked to was really just it was it was really good vibes. Like everyone was really you know it's good. like it was a very it's good to see you. That's good. Like I uh, hope you're doing okay. I uh, hope all is well. Type of a vibe rather than you know, not. I think I'm gonna actually be hanging out with some of them soon too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was it was really it was nice. It was really a nice, nice little reconnection. I mean yeah, it's always like like I said I grew up with a lot of them. So it was like and when I grew up with them it wasn't just like. You know, like, you grow up with people, and then you go like, ah, oh, what what are you up to, you know? Like, I was, I grew up with these fucking people, like, with them almost every day for, like, almost my entire childhood, so. Right. That's also, awesome. You know, you kind of make that connection. It's kind of hard to falter from that, I guess, in a way. Yeah, I feel you, that. I mean, like, whenever you're around the people who helped show who you came to be, you know, kind of a different, I feel like, thing
0: than it is. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing about like memory too. Cause it's like, you don't daily just think about those times that you had, but as soon as you see somebody that you had that experience with, it's almost like all that memory kind of floods back in. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Kind of weird how that works. I've thought about it before. It's like how people will say like one life leads into the other type shit on some re- reincarnation stuff. It's like, what if that's true? But like your memory stored in the brain, not the consciousness. So while your consciousness may go from one body to another, maybe because you have a new brain, that's why you don't have any memory from your previous b- but, life.
1: But, I mean, I mean, if we're just going to get on that for a second, people have said, like, in reincarnation, to have memories of previous lives.
0: Well, what th- uh, I was going to say on that notice is, like, what if that's just, like, your consciousness, like kind of breaking through and trying to like show you some of the things it's experienced not necessarily having a true memory of the experience but just like showing you that it has experience more than what you know
1: it's it's crazy because those experiences like tend to like i mean whenever you do hear stories of reincarnation like the person who was reincarnated seems to look
0: similar similar to
1: the person previous life that's weird too I mean, I don't know the exact science. I don't know if there is an exact science. I don't science, know if there is an exact, an exact science, science to yeah. that exactly. But, yeah, no, that's That is a crazy thought.
0: No, yeah. I mean, for me, I think it's just, it's, re- it's very simple for us to, like, go through life, live a day-to-day, go to work, come home, eat, sleep, do it all, rinse, repeat tomorrow. Very simple for us to, like be active humans it's very difficult for us to like connect though i I think like the way that we connect is not the way we're supposed to like we we connect on social media we connect on texts and calls and all these different ways and even like i said even when we're in person it's difficult for us to like put the world aside and actually connect with each other It's difficult for us to not look at our phone on a date, even though we know that's pretty rude. (laughs) Like, it's difficult for us to not look at our phone in the movie theater, even though there's a fucking thing that comes up before the movie saying, silence all your phones, (laughs) turn your screens off. You know what I mean? Like, we have these connections that aren't real connections. So we're not really connecting, even though we're telling ourselves and, like, inputting the connection, like, the connection like synapse into our brain even though it's not happening
1: yeah that that wedding really struck something inside of me though like it it was it was a a cleanser i guess you could say you know a little that's little small break away from everything for a little bit and don't get wrong i've been on you know i've i've taken multiple vacations this year but that that was a this was just like a nice little getaway like i wasn't really going anywhere far necessarily Mm -hmm. but it kind of just reminded me about the little things and being able to enjoy the little things like seeing a a moment as small as that that you know going back to what you said is you know it seemed to the world so insignificant but in that moment it's a very significant moment yeah being able to watch these two get married and to me looking all around you know and everyone's gathered here for this one moment you know both parents are so happy and they're so excited this is just such a beautiful moment both parties right. be able to or like all of us actually being able to share that moment be able to experience it all of us making it out safely being mm-hmm. under one roof uh and allowing that that joy to spread you know and like it is like seeing what the i even just the idea the glimmer of hope of what love is seeing that and the effect that it has on everybody you know everyone always says you know that wedding that one love loves is in the air. air type of thing you can really feel that and it it, it touched me because it was just we go through life every day, man. It's mundane. Life is a mundane thing and we get lost in it and it's so easy, but there's so many beautiful things in, in the mundane things in life. I it made me think about all the people I've met over these past couple of years, like the little moments that I've made with them, how I've gotten to know them and, and the relationships that I've I've made with these people. Like, it's crazy how many relationships I've made with, with uh these people over the, the last couple of years. People I might not speak to all the time, but I know that, you know, we're good. You know, and I still, you know, I check up on them, and sometimes they'll check up on me, and it's it's because of those little things, that's why we, you know, have those moments. It's, it's a beautiful thing, and it really made me rethink everything, and it made me appreciate the life that I do have. You know, having you in my life, uh, shout out Shelby, the homie Darian. I mean, there's a lot of other friends, you know, I, I could go on, but, like, those are just immediate people that I, you know, in my life, like, pretty frequently and I'm I'm just thankful to to have those people, and it made made me really thankful for like everything that I have and being able to enjoy those moments. Some people don't get to enjoy those moments, man. Like, it's it's easy to become bleak and stuff, but we I mean, when you really take a look around about the things around you, and even if you might not have those, take that step to you know hopefully better yourself. It's a hard thing to do to to bring yourself out of a hole, or you know to look down on things and say it's oh i had a couple bad things happen to me, uh. Life is shit, you know? I mean, there's always a chance to turn... As, as fast as there is a chance for things to go south, there is just as much of a chance to things, for things to go up. Yeah. But we don't want to look at it. That, we'd rather get down on ourselves. We'd rather be sad. Yeah. We'd rather not want to look at the good things because we want to... We, like, it's. it's just easier for us to feel bad. It's easier for us to be angry. It's easier for us to feel all these things rather than, you know, like take each individual moment and really like be able to change like we we look at things in a greater scheme which is what makes it harder for us to change life rather than looking at things in individual moments what can i do right now what can i do in this moment yeah how did i feel in this moment you know it's 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 things like that
0: yeah and i mean you you gotta like um, also like you have to be present though you know what i mean it's kind of like that book the power of now you you were telling me to read and yeah I, I need to read it honestly but like it's that it's it's something my dad told me too it's probably something that that book talked about it's like uh it's there's an old saying of saying like if you're if you're thinking about the past then you're living in a depressive state if you're thinking if you're worried about the future you're living in an like, anxious state only when you're worried about the present can you be in a peaceful state and that's kind of true i mean like even when you're reminiscing on the past and it's a good time, it's like, like what are you doing in that moment i mean i'm not saying that you shouldn't reminisce on the past but it's kind of like a depressive state you're almost like saying like oh think about the good times that used to happen it's like what's bad about now <laughs> you know what i mean like and it's also like whenever you're th- worried about the future it's like well you couldn't control that if you tried and you can do everything you can step by step to lead up to that moment and still fail so why are we trying to like it's like what fucking rick uh, said on rick and morty is like uh He's like, do you have a plan B? He's
1: like, planning to fail?
0: It's even dumber than regular planning.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, like not even giving yourself a shot right now. Right. Like just already kind of looking. Why would I have a plan B
0: while I'm still working on plan A?
1: Yeah. I think a lot of like uh, depressive states are even just, not even just depressive states, but people who are angry all the time. It's them thinking about things that happened to them and already mm-hmm. being mad and then already just imagining whatever's going to happen next. But I think that's bad. what's interesting
0: about depression is that there's so many different faces of it. There's uh, the angry depressive. There's the I don't want to talk to you depressive. There's the I'm very social. I'm a social butterfly, but you wouldn't be able to tell that I'm depressed. Like, there's so many different faces of depression that it's almost hard to pinpoint why someone is depressed if you're just going off of these notions of like well, if, you, if you're if you angry, then it must be something in your past or something that you're still holding on to. Or if you're sad, then maybe something's going on right now in your life or something that you're holding on to in the past that you don't know how to deal with. It's like we don't even know what's going on, but because we see someone's like depressive face, we think that we can help and we're not even really connecting to what that like uh,
1: catalyst is. I think... I mean, I'm not a professional. I mean, of course, uh, anyone who is feeling those things should probably get professional help. But I mean, the most most people can do, like the average person, for mm-hmm. someone who is in a state like that, is just be there. That's yeah. it. That's literally it. There's, that, yeah, you, you can always hope you could do more. It's just be there as much as you possibly can. Yeah, and that's it. That's there's no you know, hey, I'm trying to help you. Mm-hmm. It's you know, y- I mean, you could just you just got to be there for right. them. That's it. Every day. As much like as much as they allow you to be, right? And I know that's like hard for a lot of people, but I mean that that is mostly the case. But what I was saying about that is just we focus more on the grand scheme than the individual moments that make up these things. Uh, what was it? Uh, one of my friends has like a type of anxiety. It's like a paralysis, basically. Or you see how much you have, you realize you have so much to do. You just end up doing nothing. You basically freeze up because you have all these things you know you need to do, but you just end up not doing any of the things. Yeah. Rather than just you know being like, I right, let me just do, let me just do this one thing. You know what I mean? Instead of focusing on everything, focus on one thing, one little thing that you think you can do, mm-hmm. one little thing that you think is going to be easy. Then what's the next? little thing that you might think is going to be easy. the small wins yeah exactly yeah all right what's the easiest thing i can get done right now boom knocked it out what's the next easiest thing i could do boom knocked it out all right what's the next easiest thing that i could do boom just knock it out it's just i mean i used to be really bad about that I'm like oh, i need to do all these things and i just sit there <laughs> do nothing yeah I'm, I'm getting way better it's just okay i know i need to do all these things just tackle one thing and i'm like okay cool that was easy Mm. and then I just move on to whatever the next thing was that I needed to do that day. Yeah. Boom, knock it out. It's easy. All right, boom. What's the next day? It honestly, it was crazy because it was just yesterday. Like, uh, woke up really early, and then accomplishing all the things I did in, in that day, one, made me realize how much time I'm wasting by not waking up early. But two, also just realizing how much, like, I could get done within a small amount of time. There's so much you can get done. That's not. It's not hard. You just. You know, your mind just fucks you. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I have so much. It's gonna t-. like for me. I used to. It's gonna take me so much time. I'd just be wasting the time that I could have just been doing said thing. And I just, you know, was like, oh shit, why was I wasting all this time not doing all these it, things? It's like, easy to waste yeah. time
0: though. It's like, I mean, it kind of goes back to like time management. You know, it's like whenever you're not managing your time well it's almost like time doesn't exist it's almost like you're always late for everything because this and that and that and this but like realistically speaking it's just that easy to waste time it's that easy to stay in bed another hour it's that easy to sit down and play on your phone it's that easy to fucking go outside and while your dogs or kids are running around to just fucking do nothing (laughs) you know what i mean like There's a lot of opportunity for people to waste time. And while there's also a lot of opportunity for people to use their time wisely, it's a lot more difficult to make that decision.
1: It's true. I guess it's all about what you want at the end of the day and how badly you want it. It's perspective.
0: It's just perspective because it's like uh, the way you see your time management today might not be the way you see your time management tomorrow. So, I mean, even with the same person that could change on a daily basis. It's just that dedication, you know what I mean? That dedication of staying towards the goal that you want to stay in the course, you know? Like It's
1: also what else do you have to do? You know, some people don't have shit to do, and it's easy to focus on whatever it is even, that they want to do. It's,
0: it's like a, it's another old saying my dad used to tell me. He was saying, like, uh, it, somehow um, people that have everything on their plate, they have their full schedule booked. They, they have kids. They have a mortgage. They have all these things. Somehow those people always have room for one more thing but the person that's doing nothing never has time for anything. You know what Uh, I
1: mean? I mean, we talk about this a lot and I, I I agree with that so hard. I, I dude, I will forever agree with that because I feel like I can, I feel like I keep adding more things to my plate, but somehow I feel like I've more time. It's weird. Like I'm adding so much more, but it's, I think it's because as I'm adding more, I'm actually understanding what it what time what means. What it means to use your time, time wisely. <laughs> that's what yeah. It, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. I need to like, I can't keep doing this bullshit. Right. So I think that that's a part of it too, is like as I'm adding more things, I'm actually being able to manage that. Because I mean, when I first started adding all this stuff, I'm still getting better at it, but it it was a bit of a mess. You know what I mean? mean, You're talking uh, to somebody
0: who's working 40 hours a week is like adding something into their life. You know what I mean? Like I used to fucking work at a restaurant where I would have three shifts a week and call in for two of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like honestly, like working four to five days a week is an absolute like difference of like a life change for me.
1: That's fair. I mean, what was this last semester? Forty hours a week. You plus know, your schooling. plus my school, still hitting the gym. You know what I mean, doing all that good stuff. And you know, I don't know anyone who knows anything about working in the service industry. You get out late. Get out late as shit. But you gotta, you gotta work through that. It's figuring that out, and it's crazy because it is those people, bro. It's always the fucking people. Who don't do shit, bro? That don't like like don't really doing anything. It's because they do, they love to do nothing. It's but that's that's as simple as it is. The people who love to do nothing will always just do nothing. You know, they're like oh, I have something I need to do because they just love doing nothing. They mm-hmm. love to do nothing. That's why they have something come up all the times because they don't want to do anything. I mean, but that, like I, once again, there's always exceptions to the rule. That goes back to you know when we're saying like people in depressive states or people you know that are, have really bad anxiety. A lot of those people, it's hard for them to you know, do things. But I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who blatantly just are lazy. Like the people who don't have a condition. And of course, I mean, there are the people who could be like, I have it <laughs> undiagnosed just to say, you know, but there are... Self-diagnosed. There, yeah. self. There are some people out there that just don't want to do shit. Yeah. They just don't want to do shit. I mean... They don't uh, want to make time for anything.
0: You could blame them all you want, but it could easily just be like... product of their environment you know i mean like that is true that we live in a society where you are rewarded with money for being good at video games yeah so i mean it's hard to tell a person that's making more money than you that they're wasting their life
1: oh i wouldn't i mean (laughs) that
0: that's different though. because i mean well no i i know it's different what i'm saying is is that because of that these people live in a society where they're like oh uh to make money that means you're successful I can make money by doing nothing but playing video games and just sitting in this room all day. So that means I'm successful. You know what I mean? It's like it, you, you're you a product of your environment at that point because you think being successful is making money because of we live in a capitalistic society. But that's not necessarily the case. Being successful is not just providing for you and your family and whoever you can help at that time. But it's also doing the work on a societal basis to see what you can actually provide non-monetarily for your community, for your family, for yourself. Like there is a certain self-love in connecting with other people. Yeah. And if you're unwilling to do that, it's not necessarily your fault. It's I mean, sometimes it is but so, I'm, but also again sometimes it's not sometimes you were born in a family where you were encouraged to stay inside and read and do nothing and connect with nobody and now you may be a very intellectual person but how are your societal societal skills are you doing anything for your community because you feel like you should you know what i mean like i feel like i feel like motive gets kind of like Motivation gets kind of uh, skewed. You know what I mean? Like, it's good that Bill and Melinda Gates provided whatever amount of money for whatever, but like, what was the motivation behind it? Was it to sell some more shit on Microsoft? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, it just seems like there's so many incentives for the people that have. motive motive to do these things if that makes sense whereas you rarely see the person that works a 40-hour week with six kids at the fucking soup kitchen those are the people
1: that we don't give enough credit to either exactly that's what i'm
0: saying the people that whose motivation is purely and simply helping someone
1: people would rather suck the skin off of elon musk's cock (laughs) than fucking uh give actual you know credit to the people that go out there every day and actually you know it's the every it's the people it's weird because it's it is something in the human mind. I I don't know th- I know there's got to be scientific reasoning behind it, but it's like someone who's just your everyday person you look at, you see every day, right? You would rather not give them praise but someone who you have you don't know at all who somehow, you know, you ass- they make all this money, you assume that they just have the answers. You know what I mean? You'd rather like that's the guy. Or that's the woman. Damn. She's the one, you know? Yeah. It's just it's weird how that works. But <sighs> it it more times than not, it's the person you do see every day, that's the person that's holding that, right. like holding the community together.
0: And that, that's another reason why it's like, I it's don't know, every I, one wish, of us. I wish we could like change, like if there was anything that you could change about the world, like I don't know what yours would be, but mine would be like the way that we glorify certain jobs way that we glorify s- athletes celebrities n- musicians things like this like like and give no credit to teachers uh service jobs fucking shit nurses fucking doctor well i mean doctors get some credit but like there are certain jobs that are absolutely necessary for our society to run the way that it runs that get absolutely no glorification for yeah. running our
1: society yeah, bro <laughs> every day uh Whenever we started this podcast, that's uh one thing I've been working towards. Even now, I mean, I want you know having more people that are the fucking blue collar, I guess mm-hmm. so to speak. I guess uh, as a teacher, white collar. Is that no,
0: white collar, I believe, is suits. Suits and like
1: yeah, yeah. That makes oh that makes sense. Okay, yeah, like white yeah, yeah, shirt, Yeah, well, shirts, yeah no, that jacket. makes sense. Yeah, blue
0: collar. It's like I don't even know if
1: teachers blue collar. I don't know if it's it a teacher under either. <laughs> to, i was like i don't I honestly don't know it that shit either if teaching I'm being blue like but it's red. the i mean those people are the ones that kind of i mean deserve more he, even plant workers like i don't enjoy that system of work I, I it's not for me and i'll be the first to admit it but honest a teacher's job is gray collar. The fuck is it that?
0: doesn't demand quite a few years of traditional schooling and isn't a very physical or dirty job, which points to being a white-collar job. However, teachers are typically given low salaries, and they don't work in an office setting. <laughs> I There's guess also a pink collar, which I don't know what this is. Let's find out.
1: Okay, collar is usually used to describe elderly individuals.
0: Blue collar is skilled or unskilled manual labor. Um what is white collar? Most blue collar.
1: I thought blue collar work was
0: like um plant work and shit like that. It's all yeah. blue collar. Oh, you said
1: unskilled labor?
0: I said skilled and unskilled labor. Manual labor.
1: Manual labor, yeah,
0: yeah. White right. collar is generally seen as the high paying office based workers with above average salaries and other benefits. Um profession, managerial and administrative work. And then where's pink collar? Oh, here we go. A pink-collar worker has a position that is traditionally filled by a woman. All right, so sexist. Meaning to truly understand what a pink-collar job is is, and how it's separated from blue-collar jobs, we have to go back to a time when women in the workforce were rare and often frowned upon. Okay, so So it absolutely is race, (laughs) not race, it's sexist.
1: Oh, like nursing.
0: refers to a job that is seen as female-oriented. Nursing. A man can choose to enter a pink-collar job, but this is very often rare. In some cases, companies or employers hiring for jobs that fall into the pink-collar category put female as a hard requirement for getting the position. So not just nursing, like uh,
1: babysitting,
0: pre- preschool, babysitting, florists, caregiving, fucking waitresses. Oh, that's weird. That's what I'm saying. Bank that's tellers a- is pink-collar. I feel like that's pretty gender neutral. I'd say
1: that. Like, like, like back in the day, I could see that maybe. But, yeah, I mean, for sure now that would be very – I mean, you –
0: cheerleader is on here.
1: All right. (laughs) Yeah, now we're just making shit up. But,
0: yeah, no. Oh, shit, there's every collar. There's gold collar, gray collar, black collar, red collar, scarlet collar, orange collar, green collar, and no collar. Oh, people are just making <laughs> shit up
1: Alright I think we there's two There was the two originals There's the OG we're sticking with those We're sticking with, we're sticking no with caller the white
0: is Artists and other workers who aren't interested in financial gain And work for passion and personal growth instead
1: That's me No <laughs> caller baby You <laughs> can't hold this motherfucker down So they
0: aren't unemployed But they don't work for payment either <laughs>
1: Well, that's not me. I work for payment. I for that's sure work for like
0: money a, That's probably like an internship at a studio type of thing. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: I'm still, I, I'm no collar. I'm not a dog. You can't put me <laughs> on a <of> leash, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Well, hell yeah. can't hold me down you in you this system. You learn something system. new every
0: day. They have a collar for every color in the rainbow except for purple. Hey, purple's kind of sick. I fuck though. with purple, dude.
1: Dude, honestly, fuck the system. I've said it so many times. <laughs> I just, I just want to... I mean, I'll say it forever. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm glad to have i a, a, I'm happy to have a roof over my head. I'm glad that I'm able to live. I just don't like those circumstances in which they hold us to what living is. That is where I, I don't agree with a lot of things. And uh, for those of you who may be like... Be grateful. I'm grateful to be alive every day. I'm grateful to have the people in my life. I'm grateful for all the love that surrounds me. I'm grateful for all of you that watch this podcast. But what I am not grateful for is fucking inflation. The economy being so shit. I'm not grateful for war. Not grateful for hate. Uh, not grateful These are some good ones. for brutality. Uh, the good. police variety. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not grateful for uh, law enforcement that enforces dumbass laws. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Uh, or you know, tries to force some like stupid shit. Let me live. Yeah. Let me live. I feel that. I mean, let us be free. <laughs> and if you stand with me,
0: liberty for one, <laughs> liberty for all, <laughs> liberty for all.
1: <laughs> Let's stand up. Uh, I got too a little too excited there for a second. Uh, please forgive me. but
0: No, I feel you, though. Anti-establishment is fuck.
1: Anti-establishment. I know people are like, hey, you know, fucking, I hate anti-establishment. <laughs> all I'm saying is if we came together as a community and we showed a little bit more love towards one another and realized what that really meant and showed some compassion and some care, helped lift each other up instead of tearing each other down, and thinking that some office job sending emails for about $200,000 a year was more productive somehow than the person who's raising our children and uh basically has the our whole education in their hands. I think we've lost our way just a little bit on that. I feel that. I mean, maybe more than a little bit. <laughs> and I I think also when I was going to police officers, police officers should serve our community. I am the community. (laughs) We are the community. They should serve us.
0: What would you tip your police officers if they did serve you?
1: Dude, I'd tip them if they actually (laughs) served me. I'd serve them. Fucking, I'm, shit. 20%. 20%. 20%. (laughs) 20%, (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker.
0: What if you had to tip your police officers on top of the ticket?
1: Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Hell no, dude. Zero percent tip every time. Here's a tip, asshole. How about you take this tip, motherfucker? I pay tax dollars for. I'd rather not, but I do. <laughs> I need to know how that logistically works out. Like, because it's just. How is my money going? How do I. Yeah. How do I pay tax dollars? I think it's the same, you know, argument everyone complains. I pay tax dollars <laughs> and you can arrest me. What was the. Motherfucker, that, uh, I am your boss. I pay that, tax uh, dollars. <laughs> streets aren't getting fixed. Schools aren't getting during fucking the, shit. Uh,
0: during the American Re- Revolution, what was it? It was. Uh, no taxation without representation. <laughs> if I can't be on the police board, then I don't want to pay taxes.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. It was, it was, uh, there was a bunch of politicians trying to say recently, you know, age of voting should be 21. It's like, okay, then why 18 year olds getting taxed? Yeah, assholes. Taxation without, re- no taxation without representation, motherfuckers. <laughs> assholes. Yeah, fuck capitalism, bro. Sure, I
0: think it's even weird that uh, I I might need to look this up, but I was under the impression that if you get emancipated, that you are at that point privy to taxation.
1: Yeah, that would make that sense. That means that at 15, or 15? 15,
0: you can get emancipated. That's fucking
1: insane, <laughs> dude. And you need no representation. Don't get wrong, I'm all for competitive markets. I think competitive markets help, you know, breed. I do ha- think they help breed innovation, and but I think whenever you know profits are at the uh forefront of a lot of that then we lose a lot of innovation and creativity and I will stand by that. I will I will hold true to that and I will stand by that. But also find things you love, find people you love around you. Lift up your community, be there for each other, do what you can. What the show a little compassion. It says
0: some uh how do taxes work if you're emancipated? It says that Some teenagers are having difficult situations that lead to them declaring themselves independent from their family, i.e. emancipated. How does that affect your taxes? And then right here it says, you know, that's a very interesting question. I Googled it and it seems Google doesn't know. And if Google doesn't even know, this must be serious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Real sh- that means someone's getting fucked somewhere in there. 100%. <laughs> if Google's not posting it, it's definitely someone's getting screwed. It's like the lines are a little blurry. So we don't want to really keep it that way. Actually. We don't want to make any <laughs> for sure statement. We don't want to clear anything up, actually. We don't want to, yeah, we don't want to have anyone say anything about it. Or Know anything about it? We're gonna fuck these kids. Fuck them. Well, yeah. not like that. But. Not like yeah. Well, shit, I don't know these uh these That's politicians fair, no, shit. these days. These uh people in I power. A of character, eh? People should not have that, that, that much power, character. nor should they have that much money. No one man should have all that power. <laughs> <Look
0: at him.
1: laughs> hey, I miss the old Kanye. Look at, oh my god. <laughs> It's crazy though, no one should have that much money. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care. You're like, I could have that much no i'll have it i'll I'll protect it Why you. should anyone have over a billion dollars for what uh to have a thousand million dollars
0: Like if you had nine hundred and ninety nine million dollars.
1: Do you think about having like having a million dollars? would you want then, that extra million? Dollars? If you had a thousand chance, <laughs> like if you were like, ah, oh, dude, it cost me a million dollars, and you had a thousand chances. Yeah. I think about it. If you had a million, if you were a billionaire, you would have a thousand chances at a million-dollar ring toss.
0: Put it this way: if you were a billionaire, you could successfully spend a million dollars every day for almost three years.
1: That was, is that real?
0: Yes. 365 times three is a little over a thousand. So well, for almost three years, you make, could spend a million dollars per
1: year. To make it easier for those who are very um, I mean, you know, moderate people who don't spend a lot. You could spend a million dollars a year for a thousand years. Just that, I just want just to... Like,
0: yeah, what the a, fuck? You could spend a million dollars a year for your whole lifetime and then nine generations after your lifetime.
1: You could spend a hundred million dollars a year for, I think, a hundred years. <laughs> Motherfucker, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: no. A hundred million for ten years. Because it's a thousand. So you could spend ten million for a hundred
1: years. Yeah, you're right. $10 for yeah. for 100 years. That's still... That's a lot of money. <laughs> $10 for for 100 years? 100 years, Rick and Morty. 100 years. Shit, $100 million, mil- 100 million for 10 years? That's, that's still a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But that's like most people who are billionaires, they're making they're almost 40. that
0: yearly, though. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, nah, that's letting I, your money work for you at that point.
1: I mean, like, what, how much was a... Uh, whatchamacallit almost became a billionaire?
0: who's what his name? Bezo-
1: Jeff Bezos. Was he was almost he was a billionaire. Trillionaire.
0: Oh, he was yeah, I was going to say he's still a billionaire. <laughs> but did you but did you see when yeah, his I mean, divorce happened? He fucking it, like his wife became the richest woman on the planet.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> Elon Musk has more money than he does now. Now. At, uh, after one, he had a splitsville, half his shit. All right, let's just <laughs> I I know I know we're off topic, but I just want to put this in perspective. This is how sickening this shit is. Jeff Bezos has $112.3 billion in, U- in USD. Shout out my boss. So let's take what we just said and the fact that you could spend a million dollars for a thousand years, now multiply that by a hundred. A hundred thousand years, you could spend a
0: billion dollars every year for a hundred thousand years. years.
1: That's fucking stupid. That is dumb.
0: That's crazy. That's
1: fucking nuts. So then what? what is it? A hundred million for what?
0: A thousand years.
1: A hundred million for a thousand years. Yeah. But then a thousand, like...
0: I mean, spending a billion for a hundred years is kind of crazy. So then you could probably spend, you
1: could spend a billion for a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's kind of crazy. <laughs>
1: That yeah. doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you could spend a billion dollars every year <laughs> for 100 years. For a, a, there's no possible uh, still way. he not be
0: depleted because his money's working for him every year, so he's cashing in a little bit every year. So by the time he gets to that 100th year, he probably still has another billion dollars nah, to spend. But
1: look, no, look, this is the thing though is even if he spent a billion dollars for the next 100 years, he would still have $12.3 billion as of right now without any extra
0: money. Right. That's what I'm saying. It, but without any making any but extra But money. additionally, he would still be making some <laughs> of, along that line. A lot along that line. So, I mean, it's almost an indescribably infinite amount of money because you could almost not spend that in your lifetime or your sh- child's lifetime or even their child's lifetime I if you try.
1: I don't think he could spend that. In his lifetime, if he I tried,
0: mean, he could if he went to like monopolize the world. Say he buys Amazon, or wait, does he have Amazon? Which one does he have? Uh, he, right?
1: He's still like a in Amazon, but he's not like a. All right, so say he buys Facebook,
0: Twitter, uh, McDonald's, um, Walmart, fucking Bank of America, fucking you know what I mean? Like if he just monopolizes the world, That's and ever owns like, everything. Then that might he be could ten billion of his dollars. The, nah. Like 10 Twitter billion, it was like 45 billion alone, wasn't it? Yeah, so I mean, uh, no, <laughs> you're right. If he used to buy was multi- multiple so- social networks, a, a couple banks. That it was 45 billion, so, yeah.
1: And the CEO made some bread off of that. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me look. I got you.
0: Twitter sale, I think it was 44 billion dollars. <sighs> yeah, that's nuts. And I don't know if that's like full ownership. That could just be how much it costs to get the 51% ownership. But that still I mean?
1: wasn't even that much money, though, for Elon in the grand scheme. Cause, oh, uh, yeah, no. I mean, he's going to make that back. Elon easier. had $182 billion net worth. He'll make
0: it back. I mean, that means he still has
1: years. $140 billion net worth. That's fucking. These people should not have that much money.
0: I mean, that 180 might be after his his deal, too, honestly. So he could have had more, and now he's at 180
1: Where I'm at is uh, at what cost do they have that much money, you know? Your cost. (laughs) Yeah.
0: At my cost, at my expense. I mean, it's our fault. We love all their products. We use Amazon every day. Fucking, not we, but, I mean, people. We use fucking Twitter every day. We use people buying Teslas left and right. People investing in the boring company, people buying those flamethrowers Elon Musk was letting out, people subscribing to the Washington Post, that's Jeff Bezos. It is, yeah. Uh, I think he has some stock in Whole Foods. That's ju- I'm pretty sure that's him too. I mean, they're smart people. They in- invested in things that they figured people would... But they also were born with well, a lot of money.
1: Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean,
0: what I'm saying is, is whenever you're born with a lot of money, you could be stupid and burn it or be smart and use it to build an empire. And they did that. I'm just saying it's like it's the the thing about like Trump where they would say like uh, he's, he was gifted a million dollars by his by his father to start his business. And that sounds like a lot of money. Right. But at the time when he was given that money, it's actually like because of the value of the dollar at that time, it was about four hundred million dollars in today's value.
1: Was it really? Yeah. Holy
0: <laughs> shit. That one million dollars was about today what today would be 400 so if million. he would have
1: really invested that wisely he would he did
0: he's a billionaire now but i mean my point is is that it's whenever people say like he turned a million dollars into a billion dollars could you do that it's like no
1: he turned 400 million dollars into a billion dollars and i feel like i could do that <laughs> i mean yeah if you have that much i feel like isn't it like a, like substantially a lot easier i mean yeah like when once, you have you're more certain, money? once
0: you're past a certain threshold it's like I feel like once you're past a certain threshold of money, like, you don't even buy things anymore. Like, people just give you things so that you can advertise for them. You know? Like, I feel like all these people coming out with, like, Gucci suits, like, top to bottom, it's like, did you buy that or are you renting that for the day, for the photo op? That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you have a certain amount of money, you might not even be... Like, think about, like, ASAP Rocky. Like, because of his fucking what's the word network because of how he puts together not just fashion but videos and things like that. I'm sure Balenciaga is just giving him stuff. Hey, put this in your next video. Keep it. Well,
1: Balenciaga's but I'm just
0: saying like Taking uh, a rougher right now. Well, whoever. I'm just saying like upper brands that are that cost a lot of money. He's probably not buying that stuff. Even he he could afford to, but I feel like at a certain level they know he's marketing their clothing so much without I'm asking him to that they're just giving it to him Same. i mean i that's obviously speculative but it just feels that way it just feels like there's no way these guys can have fucking a new car for every week or a new fucking
1: well, if you're da-da-da-da-da. jeff bezos you could
0: uh, absolutely I'm, I'm talking about a little bit lower level than that obviously if you're just jeff bezos you could have a new car company every week
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could buy out like Ron Carter, <laughs> I feel like,
0: for a little. Fucking Ron Carter, Carter, you could probably buy out Mercedes at this point.
1: That's, that's fair.
0: Every location.
1: Well, to, yeah, to conclude that statement, fuck fucking Big Corpse, fuck Big Pharma, fuck fucking. Fuck, fuck, fuck all these people who take advantage of us. They're not even trying to help us. They fucking hate us and they're capitalizing off they of us. They hate
0: us cuz they ain't us. They hate
1: us cuz they ain't us. They're peanut butter and jelly. Fuck 'em, dude. But yeah, big shout out to everyone who's been watching. Shout out to all the listeners. If you're going through stuff right now, you know, reach out if you need to, dude. You're not alone. Uh, much love to all of you guys. Sending all that love to everybody. I hope everyone follows their dreams, everyone. Fucking keeps driving for whatever they want in life. Keeps pushing forward. Never gives up, man. Like, for real. Look out for one another. Look out for each other. Look out for your homies. Check up on them. You know, just shoot a little text. If you haven't talked to them in a while, see how they're doing. See if they're okay. You know, like, just see what's going on. Why not? It doesn't hurt that much. And you know what? If your friend shoots you something to support retweet like that shit favorite it share it it's not doesn't take that much time to show a little bit of love we're all arrogant as fuck though we think that it's like too much to do that shit dude it doesn't even people i don't know that much if the shit's good and they send it to me guess what i'm gonna share that shit because you know what we're all trying to fucking make it out here and we all deserve to fucking have a little bit of love in our life and have a little bit of success it shouldn't just be for the fucking people who have money and have the ability to afford all this fucking big shit. So keep pushing, keep driving. Love you fucking guys. Thank y'all so much. I really appreciate uh, everybody who does take the time out of their day to fucking watch this shit. You guys are fucking awesome. We'll have more episodes coming soon. We're going to have more guests fucking coming soon. This is the final day in podcast. Anything you want to say, Josh, before we sign off. Yeah, we'll all be okay out there. We're all in this together. Yep, it really is. We're all in this together. It's a team effort. We're all in this along the way. If you're watching this, it's not just us. It's not just you. We're all in this fucking together, you guys. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. Y'all take care out there.